Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. So for this month, we're focusing on Hitchcock films, as I kind of wanted to touch upon them when we were picking out films for the birthday movie marathon last week. And two of them didn't make the cut, so I kind of wanted to incorporate them into like a monthly segment. So the first one this time to introduce Sophie to Hitchcock films is Rear Window. So yeah, I have no experience of any of these films. I've obviously heard... The name Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, and The Birds or something like that on the lines of that. And I know that that one I'm apparently not meant to look forward to. I think I'm aware of that. Spoilers alert, that one's going to be... Coming up in the future, so that's one of them. Oh no, I but, like birds. Anyway, this one. I thought you easy you in with this one because it's quite. Oh, does it get worse? Because I really, really enjoyed this one. <laughs> what do you mean by ease me in? Well, like I said last time, that I thought that you'd probably enjoy this one, even if it was just for the fact of having James Stewart as the lead. It Wrong. took me a while to actually realise who he was. Initially, you were like, come on, so she know him. And I'm like, do I? Do I? Until it got to like a straight on face shot. And then I was like, because ah! obviously it's, it's from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And that is just an amazing film. Funnily enough, we didn't, I think it's only like, was it two years ago that we actually watched that? For me, anyway. Yeah, for you. Yeah, I'd seen it a fair few times. I hadn't, and I fell, in, I fell in love with it. So, obviously, a bit biased by the fact that he's in it and the way that he talks and the way he acts. He, he's a very, very good actor, actually. I think it's one of those films where it's really, really cleverly done to say he is just in one room. The furthest he gets is, like, outside his apartment, apartment yeah. but not out of his own choice. <laughs> yeah, we'll but... It's literally just based in one yeah. location in his room where he's surveying out of his window, literally like as a title. Out of the window, yeah. Yeah, it's and it, you would think when you're initially watching it, you're thinking, oh, this is going to get boring after a bit. You know, they're not moving on anywhere, they're not going anywhere. It's just in this one location. But because there's so many apartments... These little stories going on separate in the sense yeah. that, yeah. It reminds me of a little bit of like a comic book strip kind of thing. You felt like you kind of had like little windows. Panels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go on down, yeah. Almost, yeah, yeah, in my head. And I quite like the way we kind of actually knew more of the people outside of his window initially before you actually even knew him. Yes. To get to know his real background. So it's like the focus really being on what's out of his window rather than what's going on in his, really, to get a sense of right here's establishing characters here's the lives that they're leading and get a sense of who they briefly who they are and what they're doing it was really really cleverly done i've not seen anything really like that for me personally i don't know if you've seen anything similar to that no there are other films that exist where it's sort of set in one location but not not to the extent of having multiple (laughs) 
storylines going on, so to speak. Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's maybe a family or something within one location yeah, or something like that, whereas so, this is yeah. a whole new level. And say the age of the film, it's quite clever the way that they've actually... Quite clever, man. And I think that was like the main key for me. There was a lot of camera kind of related things as well, which always kind of goes well with me. So like obviously there was the massive camera lens and camera. There was an old camera that was a bit smashed up, which did break my heart. That's how he, our characters leave Jeff. He got in the situation where he can't leave Spam or anything because he's broken his leg because he's taken a photo on a race track. Yeah. And that's how his camera got smashed. Now his leg got smashed too. Yeah. <laughs> There's also quite a nice bit with like kind of showing you photography in a sense and like filming, mm-hmm. I felt within the film. So, like how they did certain shots, like for example, looking through that negative and then looking at, and I thought that was quite clever the way that they did the shot of showing the rose bushes looking taller and then smaller. Right, okay. And that kind of how they did it, because obviously it'll have been on film yeah. back then as well. So, you can imagine it actually being that negative that was slotted. Well, that's how I. Yeah, Sorry. you know a bit more about that kind of stuff than I do. But. So it kind of intrigued yeah. me, and I really, really enjoyed the when he was peeping through his camera through other people's rooms, the kind of focal of what you'd see behind the lens. First-person perspective. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like you were actually holding the lens mm. yeah. and looking through the window, Yeah. It so to speak, instead of it being Jeff doing it. Well, it can only be third-person that way. But then you wouldn't really see... You'd need to see what was going on through his eyes to, yeah. to fully understand... That's what I'm meaning, what so that's how it, it felt. Yes, it yeah. was like it was... You were Jeff and you were the one looking through the camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I really, really enjoyed. I think it added a whole new level because obviously when he was zooming in and zooming out, you probably wouldn't notice that movement as much, you know, if it was like mm-hmm. just a normal camera kind of panning. yeah. In a film, uh-huh. whereas yeah. it was more brought to life with that. But more entirely focused is what you mean, rather than just kind of just a normal wide pan yeah. shot or zoom in. Yeah, okay, I get you. I do get quite a few characters within it as well. It's quite interesting. So you've got this man who looks like a musician. Yep. Then you've got like a ballerina dancing woman who has all the men. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the lonely lady. Yeah, with Lonely Hearts. I think she's coined us. I think then you've got the main focus. Yeah, you do. And then you have the sort of the, the newlyweds. Newlyweds. And then above them, you've got them people with the dog. Yeah, who sleep outside. Yeah. <laughs> on, their, on their balcony for some reason. <laughs> and you kind of seem to get suss out the characters and you're like, okay, so the musician seemed all right, but after a bit, I think that'd get annoying if he was playing his piano all night. Yeah. You've got... The dancing one, which obviously Jeff really likes to look at her at the beginning because she's just prancing around in her yeah. underwear. I feel like the couple that are newlywed, it's just a bit kind of cliche that they're just always in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So you kind of don't really get to know them no. that much. I think the lonely heart one, you kind of, that I feel really, I do feel for her. That seems the most developed in a sense. Mm. Yeah. Aside from obviously the main focal point and obviously then the lady and the other man who sleep outside with the dog mm-hmm. which you kind of get a little bit more development 
with them as well. So I think the main reason I like this film a lot is I do enjoy people watching. Like, I could go to when everything was normal, like a shopping centre. Or a little cafe or something. And, and I could just people watch. And I could kind of make this story up in my head. Kind of like what Jeff was doing. Hmm. And normally I am quite right with things. Like, I would suss it out quite clever. You you can kind of say that about me. I'm quite good at... Weighing up the situation sometimes. Yeah. How people are, yeah. You're not, <laughs> bless you, you're not as good as I am with that. I think you're a bit more aloof and you don't really notice how people might say certain things and such. So I think this is, if it was a case of us sitting out watching this scenario, I think I'd probably be a bit more like Jeff. I don't know if you, you'd be like, nah, I don't, you'd be you'd being daft. Jumping to conclusions, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't believe me, I don't think. So basically, Jeff gets it into his head that, literally, it's quite parallel to him, isn't it, this one? The apartment for across, basically, isn't it? Right, okay. I shot, yeah, yeah, like, I guess. Pa- if you like, yeah, parallel. Yeah, the same window level across yeah. the way, yeah, okay. So, we have this man called Mr Thorwald. Yeah. And he's got a wife, or he did, did have. You do actually get to see her, but she's just blessed her. She doesn't have a big part. She does, but not actually on screen. No, yeah, just the beginning. Just the beginning, yeah. where you see, like, they're kind of bickering and arguing. Yeah. And then, obviously, you've got to a point where, I did say this to you, it quite made me laugh. So this guy kind of makes her breakfast and makes her lunch and evening meals because she's not very well, is she? No. That doesn't come established until later on in the film. And I was like, oh, well, Paul, why aren't you making me breakfast in bed and such? And then it was like, <laughs> further down the move, I'm like, okay, no, please don't make me breakfast in bed if that's <laughs> going to be the ending of what happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of see the story panning out that obviously the not getting along that well there's a bit of relationship issues and then one night the husband is going out and about quite a bit and obviously Jeff at this moment in time is kind of just in his wheelchair he's not really getting into bed because he's broke his leg and he's not that comfortable he also hears a a shriek and a smash like a glass drop yes he does yeah I guess he kind of starts to suspect why is he going out at this time of yeah. Right, back and forth. Seems a bit dodgy, Sus- doesn't it, really? Suspect. Like half two yeah. or something in yeah. the morning. Normally, normal people would be in bed. Yeah. So he then closely starts to kind of get to a point of where he's trying to put these jigsaw pieces together. However, you do get this other part where you do get a little bit more of an inkling of his background, um, Jeff's. So you've got, he's got a, a lady interest, so to speak. Yeah. Grace Kelly. Yeah, I actually... You know that Mika song? Yes, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. That's the only bit that I know what Grace, who Grace Kelly was. Right, okay. So I'm like, I don't know who Grace yeah, Kelly is. Yeah, famous... <laughs> so, yeah. Very, yes, as a big star. She's, she's very pretty, isn't she? She's beautiful. Yeah. She is, like, stunning. I just don't get what Jeff's problem was in this film. Like, yeah. like if you had her, why would you not want to keep her? Well, that's what he says, isn't it? She's too almost too perfect, really. She's an old Hollywood glam she's to her. Yeah. Amazingly beautiful. Yeah. But he's getting to a point of where he don't she's wanting a bit more than he is. Yeah. She wants to settle down, get married, and he's not up for that yet, is he? Yeah. They're almost like two different lifestyles, aren't they? She likes the glitz and glam and he likes 
sort of roughing it really because of his job entailing photography, which, you know, slumming it in rainforests and stuff like he <laughs> says. <laughs> and I think she's kind of more grown up from a privileged background. Yeah. She quite likes, to, I don't think she's ever experienced hardship or in anything. In that sense, no. So it's like two different classes, so to speak. Yeah. And I think that's hard in any relationship, really. I think it's tricky to know and un- understand where that other person's com- coming from sometimes. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't like her at all. Of course he does. Cause but I think he's worried that she will want this sort of a custom lifestyle yeah, and he, he can't, can't provide it. Like, if she's wanting lobster every night and, you know, to get a new dress every time she has to go out, he's, like, looking at his Bank. pocket thinking, yeah. it's not going to happen, <laughs> love. <laughs> What I think is quite nice is initially you kind of, you do understand where he's coming from with her. It's like, oh, she just wants her butler to come in and make her food and she's wearing this dress and she's gone wherever and she's so posh and it's like the kind of player out to be like a character that you would not really want to settle down with initially mm-hmm. until like it gets more and more through to the end. Well, she's coming more engrossed in what Jeff is trying to suss out from what he's seen or what he thinks he's seen. She gets quite involved with it as well. I think it's because it's got like a common interest. Yeah. And I think that kind of, of then... helps them develop. Their relationship. Their relationship. Yeah. So this horrible tragedy kind of helps grow their love, really. I think it rekindles it for them <laughs> yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. It is a case of obviously now Jeff is watching basically his neighbour like a hawk. He's can see that he had knives and he's doing all of this and it's like then he's got this trunk and he's putting stuff in it and he's like, oh she's in there and trying to suss out what is actually happening. And obviously Lisa Grace Kelly is now, like you said, getting intrigued and she's actually taking part and wanting to know more. There's quite a couple of other people who is kind of gets a detective in, doesn't he? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, you're not. She, you're not. You set. You're insane. Yeah. You just sat there all yeah, day. Yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're just thinking, building yeah, up stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see him kind of falling in love with her. He's, he's going along, and he's like, the way that he looks at her is more endearing towards Lisa. Yeah. So there was one part in particular, wasn't it, when he writes a letter out and she goes and posts it to Mister Thorwald. To say, like, oh, I almost like I know what you did, kind of thing. And she, like, quickly scarpers away. And then when she makes it back, he's kind of like looking at them with, like, kind of, you know, like, a, like he's enthralled with her, like, almost in awe of her. Yeah, pretty you much. Know. I think he, he's shocked as well that she's done that. And I think she's trying to show him that she is capable of adapting to his lifestyle. She doesn't need all the glitz and the glam. Mm-hmm. she's happy just to be really with him and you can kind of see his face kind of definitely warming to her when she's doing these beyond and beyond actions which he's not actually asking her to do but she's kind of proving herself mm-hmm. and her worth to him so I think we're coming to the point of where it gets to the bit where I was like we need to pause because this is getting too intense so it was quite enjoyable when obviously Mr Thorwald didn't notice that he was being watched or wasn't yeah, aware. Yeah, it was point, yeah. quite nice to gaze upon that circumstances and understand what was going on and kind of jigsaw it together. It was kind of getting to a point of where when they were doing more investigation, 
realising the danger of what could happen. Mm-hmm. So obviously Mr Thorwald killed that little dog. He was digging around. Yeah, he knew too the... much. Yes, he knew too much. <laughs> digging around at the rose bushes. Yeah. There was something obviously buried in there. Mm-hmm. We st- we... It's one of those things, though, what do you call it, where you don't actually know what it is that's buried in there in the end. You still don't find that out. Oh, you mean a MacGuffin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, it isn't really. Because you're none the wiser. Yeah, it's a plot point, but it's not really. Yeah. It doesn't develop to a point of like. It moves the story along, but it doesn't. Ultimately, it doesn't. Because I thought she it's... might have been buried there. That's what but, I was. But like, it's like when Stella says to Lisa about how, oh yeah, no, it's not possible really for a, a body to be unless unless she was put all the way straight down in the ground because the size mm. of the, that little flower bed, there's no way you could fit a person in there. But then, like, what the other part, I think it was Jeff might have said, was, like, if you were going to murder somebody, you wouldn't put it all in one place with yeah. the body. Yeah. Like, if you cut some things up, you'd have a leg here, you'd have an no. arm there. Yeah, but why would you, I don't know, do that? You'd just may as well spread it further afield when you, if you are going to do that. Yeah. So it was probably something like some jewellery or something. Why didn't he put the wedding ring in there? That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Like, there was kill- still hanging around with this jewellery, like, mm. wedding ring. It's like, well, it seems a bit strange. Why yeah. didn't you just shove that, but then bury I, that? But then I guess, why would a dog be sniffing around for jewellery? It's not like you really... Unless it was perfume or something. But I guess maybe it was body part. But must have been, because yeah. it must have been something to intrigue it. Yeah. So this was, like, my favourite part, and it started getting quite intense then and quite gripping and a bit more like oh no so it was quite calm and not too bad surveying it mm-hmm. until obviously lisa actually went into the apartment i guess caught by him yes yeah. so she was snooping around trying to find some evidence which she did find which was his wife's wedding ring and like she said who would take off their wedding ring no wife would leave town Without her mm. wedding ring. So she's actually got the police come, don't they? Because obviously Jeff rings the police because this man is now actually assaulting her and trying to strangle her and such and mm-hmm. being a bit abusive towards her. Which luckily the police arrived quite quickly, which I think, well, that, <laughs> that probably wouldn't happen in real life. So they end up coming up quickly and then obviously she's getting taken into jail because she's explaining that she did trespass, but she was acting like it, she she lived somewhere else in the apartment. But she gestures over to Jeff so that you can see the wedding ring behind the back on things. So it's like, look here, look, look here, there's the evidence. And then Thorwald kind of clocks that she's gesturing to somebody across the way. Oh, no. And this, is, and this is through the first-person perspective in the camera. This can, is amazing, yeah. isn't it? I've even drawn a little picture. <laughs> in that book, yeah. <laughs> the scenario. <laughs> so, it's a case of Thorwald is now literally looking straight at Jeff. But it's like, because it's so zoomed in, it feels like he's literally like right here in Jeff's face. And it's like, because obviously the view that Thorwald can see is Jeff with a massive lens camera staring at him 
but the look that he gives him and the way that it's done, because everything else is obviously blacked out. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a zoom shot. Yeah. And all you can see is him and his stern face, and you think, oh, God, what is going to happen? If he's done something to his wife, he's killed the dog, Jeff is next, he's a goner. Mm-hmm. This is when it gets so intense, because you can see that, obviously, how it's going to pan out, and you're thinking, oh, God, they're all going to die. Thorwald actually goes over to Jeff's apartment, and this bit, even just with the sound of them in walking up the steps. Yeah. And then he turns off. The, the whole thing, like, yeah. <sighs> And it's like nail biting because you're like, you don't know how it's going to mm. pan out. Yeah. Well, when he enters the room as well, mm. it's kind of like, and it's kind of just like focusing entirely just on his, his stern eyes. Yes. And the light's just shining on that bit. And it's like, that's intimidating in the whole darkness of the room. That's It's so cleverly done. Mm. But then they've led you all up to this. So you've got the stern look of the camera just literally on Jeff spying on Thorwald. And then the anticipation of him coming into the apartment and then the stern look. But then his opening line, it's like he's led you, they've led you to believe he's a stern, horrible character who's mm. murdered his wife. And he just got, he says like, what do you want off me? Is it money you need? What, what, yeah. what is it? Who, who are yeah, you? Yeah, completely guilty. It's not like intimidating in that sense. It's kind of just like, you know, what, what would you want? And what, what can I do to make this go away? Yeah, type of thing, and then and I was surprised by that. I I was waiting for him to like come in guns blazing, so yeah. to speak. So initially, when I did see this film for the first time, I was kind of thinking in my head, like weighing up whether it was all in his his mind, as whether he's just making this delusion of that someone had <laughs> killed his thing. But then it's, it obviously becomes obviously more and more apparent that it's not that at all. It is literally he has. So you were thinking, oh, maybe he's had so much yeah. time on his hands that he's built this up and it's yeah. not Where actually... It, that, I think it's just played fairly straight, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. You can tell by the way that he reacts and yeah. what he does next yeah. that he's not, a nice, yeah. he's not a nice man. So he picks Pearl Jeff up. But Jeff actually has a very, very clever plan. Yet again with the camera stuff, which <laughs> always makes me very happy. What did they call it? It wasn't a flash gun. It was like a light bulb. Light bulb. Flash. I don't know. You, it, you know better than <laughs> I do with those, that sort of camera t- techniques. But it's, but, it'd be a fl- equivalent like a, of a yeah, flash gun, gun today. Yeah. yeah. But obviously it had a massive bulb in it. And like you said, oh, I'm surprised that that would startle. It's like, yeah, if you literally, it's like flashing a torch or something in your face. Mm-hmm. Or, so it was startling him. But at the same time, cleverly, Given like an SOS kind of thing. Yeah, and stolen him out, kind of just like blinded him to stop him from approaching really yeah. quickly. But because they're in darkness, it's like, well, that would draw anybody's attention to a light flashing mm-hmm. and then turning off again, like what what's going on in that apartment? So he ends up chucking Jeff near enough out of the window, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, and thankfully the police show up. and Just while like he's getting chucked is. out of the window. yeah. yeah. And they can kind of see, like, yeah, okay, he's not, <laughs> he's not a nice man. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> kind of ends with, we assume, that he obviously gets taken into prison and that he does kill his wife. and no, he has killed his wife. He has killed his wife, he's killed the dog. And is All this other incriminating evidence, yeah. Yeah, pans out. It doesn't actually develop that you know everything for certain, but it feels like that kind of ends. Yeah, yeah, that way. 
So there's also another lady, that the Lonely Heart Lady, because actually she's, at this point, why they ring 999, isn't it? About tracking oh, for... They were going to initially because they were worried about how that she was going to be taking pills to take her own life, really. But it was the piano man, if you will, that saves her. Yeah. Because it's his music that he it stops her, her from... Yeah, brings her through it, so... So I thought that was quite a nice piece, and in the end, she actually doesn't. Yeah, she yeah. kind of gets her life kind of up and running, doesn't she? Yeah, she spends in the like epilogue, if you will, of the film, that you see all the other scenarios of like what are they, what are they up to now, kind of thing after this whole incident, and so she's with she's up with the piano man in the studio apartment, and you've got the dancer with a missing <laughs> someone from the. The oh, Navy yeah. or something like that. Coming but very short. Yeah, and yeah. Not. which is quite yeah, untypical <laughs> of the people she's been hanging around with. So, But she seems to dote over him like mm. God knows what. Yeah. 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 I really liked that bit. I thought that was quite funny. Mm-hmm. And then we get another shot of Jeff in two casts now. He's damaged <laughs> both his legs. So he's just about to come out of having his one leg fixed and his two. But we also have a final pan over shot of Lisa now in more casual like jeans and a button mm. shirt looking upon things for like travel guide type of thing. So it's obviously it's kind of apparent that she's accepting of like, oh I'm gonna you know, I'm i I'm just gonna stick with him. Yeah. And until have, he kinda of dozes off have, and then she gets, gets her, like a fashion magazine. <laughs> yeah. So she's still gonna want that aspect of her life, but yeah. She's still compromising. Yeah, yeah she yeah. is definitely bless her. I think as well, kind of get that nice ending. So somewhat happy ending, yeah. But you kind of get more of a fulfilment, I feel, out of the other stories of the neighbourhood. Yeah. See so more joyous than obviously Jeff's because bless him, he was gonna have another job mm-hmm. when once his cast had come off. It also makes you realise that all of this happened within a week. Yeah. Or less than a week. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. A week, it's time you would be out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously now he's broken both of them again. He's not going to be out of it for God knows how long. I don't know how long it takes for you like to recover really. Yeah. So it's kind of a bit of rotten luck, but I think he's in a better state than he was at the beginning with Lisa. So that's yeah. progressed. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's a really in a nutshell. It's quite simple, but yet very very complex at the same yeah time. To say it's simple to shoot it because it's all in one location yeah. but then I think it would be tricky to put it together at that time. I couldn't say for certain how difficult it would be compared to doing multiple film locations and all that because I guess for a long, prolonged period of time you'd be filming within that location you'd need to be hiring out or you know like having the same thing not many things changing I guess so I guess it would be technically trickier mm. in that sense to have everything right that can't change or that can't break first yeah that has to be coherent yeah with how things are and as well the thought of kind of panning towards looking like you're looking at somebody through the window so i know all the windows were open obviously because they got away with it being hot because back then if it was an actual window i think the reflection would have been yeah really tricky for them to kind of deal with so i think that's why they kind of maybe thought oh all the windows (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 it's in a heat wave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will be open. Mm-hmm. But I think 
it's a case of knowing where to stand. So it's like, okay, go over here a little bit. So like when the girl would do it, the ballerina was putting her hair up and having like a good shot of her like that and mm-hmm. such. So it's more composing the frame, mm-hmm. but in a small, even in a smaller frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. So you can see the detail, what's going on rather than like, where it's going on there. So it's quite, so I think that's a tricky aspect of the film and yeah. I think it adds a whole new kind of level of depth to it, mm-hmm. which for me, it was very, very, very appealing. Before we get to the final score, what do you think, how you were like, this is proper intense mm. for you and a modern day time of seeing this film, how, how do you think people would have felt oh. back in the day when the, things like that were inherently more shocking and I since can imagine think, that would have been very that, very yeah, yeah they'd have been yeah. like they wouldn't on the edge of the sea they wouldn't know what to do with themselves yeah. no I think yeah. that but still for me the way that he played it out I don't know if it's because I'm quite a bit jumpy anyways and a bit like naive with certain things so hmm. probably for you it probably didn't scave oh no no probably not the sense no I guess but I I, I think it was the way that they did it as well yeah it's really clever is very very yeah, clever yeah. and very intense with the fact that yeah. he's like just literally now like feels like he's staring yeah, at, at you. you. Yeah, yeah. Not just Jeff. It, yeah, he's yeah. Looking at you and he's coming after. And that's you. what he's going for. Yeah. 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 So I think it would have <laughs> it would have petrified them. Okay, so we'll go to your final score. Hmm. So you worry me with the fact that you're saying easy meaning on this one because I really really enjoyed it. So now I'm like a bit more excited to know what's to come. Mm-hmm. Like, if everyone's going to be like this, then I'm going to really, really like it. It does make me a little bit hesitant for what is to come, because yeah. I can I Did can good, sense... Good or a bad way? In a bit of a bad way, because I'm bad. thinking, well, I know that he's quite good at intense and gripping. Yeah. And can kind of build the atmosphere kind of open, you kind of get into a point of like, oh, just I just want him to enter the room so that I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Because he's kind of building that suspense up. So I've noticed that bit, and this one didn't come till quite very, very late. But I'm wondering if he could, how long that suspense kind of could build up or he's dramatise. Known as, he's known as the master of suspense, so. Really? Yeah. Get me. I didn't even Google that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the other ones are going to be like, if it will take me on more of an emotional roller coaster. Potentially, yeah, I'd say so. But for this one, camera lighting the angles the way that things were composed and looking through the lens aspect i really really thought it was quite visually attractive to watch yeah i think it definitely appealed to me Mm -hmm. in that sense the storyline was really gripping because obviously i loved people watch and i think i so it felt like it had loads of sophie kind of things like i liked people watch i love cameras so it's Quite enjoyable to watch. I would definitely watch it again. It'd be probably something that I'd missed and I'd enjoy it even more. It was quite light-hearted at the beginning. Yeah. And there's a bit of a romance blossoming as well, which is appealing to me. And the actual action bit wasn't too gory, and nor was it a bit... Well, it wasn't gory at all, really. No. <laughs> it, it was more like just the suspense of what yeah. was to come. Yeah. That kind of made you a bit on edge. Mm-hmm. So I would give it a really, really high nine. Definitely would watch it again. I don't know, I'm starting to really, really like old films. They seem to be better than our films. <laughs> this modern rubbish. I get it, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I can 
really really value it a bit more because of how they create it as well i've always loved the dark room and stuff like that so i don't know if that's my appeal yeah there's definitely something to be said about these earlier hollywood classics i guess you'd call mm. them really there's something to them that just seems inherently more appealing as a like in the way that they tell a story and how they use techniques and stuff it's just you're 100 percent right it's the storytelling as well yeah also, it's the the language, the way they speak, I think, helps. It kind of makes you feel like you're in this oldie worldy kind of place. Mm -hmm. But the story of them, the dialogue is, I think, and that's because they're compensating for the actual visuals because they can't jam-pack it with just loads Spe of action. And, and special effects and stuff. Yeah, it's it's just about you, dealing with real, essentially real people and you know, almost real-life situations kind of thing. And, it's and the acting has to be... What sells it. Yeah. yeah, you have to have that because if they're weak and they're rubbish, then that's going to make the yeah. film weak and rubbish because you don't have, like you're saying, all these things to make you look amazing. So I think that's it's simplicity at its best. And I'm going to go for a nine as well. High five me! <laughs> <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you completely. I loved it. Hesitant to know what the next one is. Not the birds, is it? Can we get it out of the way? I was gonna pick the birds anyway. Well, you. For the next time, so. But not. Am I not gonna to be get able to sleep? Yeah, you'll be fine. Are we gonna be able to look at birds? I like birds. Are we gonna be able to look at them in a normal way? Uh, it's not a pigeon, is it? It's not a pigeon. No. Okay, that's yeah. Right. No, there's there's all different birds. Is it? Yes, all different. I thought birds. it was just gonna be crows. No, there are crows, but. Anyway. Like I, I don't like crows, so I'd understand no. that. Anyways. Anyway, that is for next time. That's what we're Wish do. me luck, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much for listening. And, of course, you can listen to our previous episodes on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And, of course, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under the handle SP Film Viewers. Thank you again so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed part one of Hitchcock Month and we'll see you next time for part two. See you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.